0: Pretty Ugly presents To Be Determined, hosted by Randy Newton and Sarah McSweeney. Each week, I'm going to be presenting an article I wrote. I'll be reading it aloud and then discussing it afterwards with my friend and creative partner, Sarah McSweeney. One Night Stand Apps and Me appeared in The Observer on October 25th, 2016. As I continued on my quest to date lots of guys, I was struck by a memory of an incident that barely bothered me at the time, but maybe should have. In my twenties, I pined away for a commitment-phobic trustafarian, Adam, who managed the hottest nightclub in Chelsea. And as long as my legs were open to him, the bar was open to me and my friends. Adam told me he wasn't ready for a relationship and he didn't hide that he was dating around for two and a half years. I fawned over him, dropping everything for an Adam Booty call any hour of the day or night. Ultimately, he decided it was pointless for us to continue dating because it wasn't fair to me. It wouldn't go anywhere. My family wasn't rich or prominent enough for his parents to approve of, and neither was I, he said. I was crushed, but still young enough to have loved the highs so much The lows barely registered. And certain situations are just easier to handle at 24 than 34, mainly because in your 20s, everyone you know is struggling too. Two years in your 20s is a mere blink. In your 30s, two years can be detrimental to how your life could end up. And all these years later, I was relearning single life, and it wasn't easy. After discovering that Coffee Matt was cheating, I decided to lay my heart on the line to Michael, my long-term hot and cold crush to try one last time to see if he was really into me but maybe difficult to pin down what's going on he responded to my out of the blue but admittedly slightly desperate text i let it rip why is it that we slept together once and you haven't wanted two cents? i contacted you because i wanted to be with someone i trusted you pulled a hit and run do you realize how rude that is? I thought we were friends. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't even think of that. The whole situation was weird, not bad, but weird, and I'm sorry, he said as if, as if he suddenly registered this. How could we fix things? He wanted to know. Why not do it again? For some odd reason on both of our ends, we decided to meet up the next night. And we both admitted that maybe it wasn't a good idea, but planned our tryst anyway. My place was a mess. Michael had visitors from out of town. He suggested a hotel. We'll do one night standard on the High Line. They always have something available and we can have sex against the big windows in the room. I'll book it. One night standard is a smartphone app that lets you book a room for a quickie at the discount last minute price meeting in the lobby the next night we awkwardly hugged each other as we ate dinner in the hotel restaurant we barely spoke he brought up his passion and uncertainty about his struggles with soto buddhism this is against what i'm trying to do he said as we quietly ate what do you mean i asked i'm not supposed to be doing this no sensory pleasures i'm not even drinking right now This comment rather confused me, considering we were going through our plan for a hot night of sex. But instead of the challenge, I went for a conversational gambit. Well, I've been seeing a 29-year-old. Not sure what's happening about that. How's your girlfriend? I said, hoping to garner some kind of reaction or chatter. Fizzling out, he replied bluntly as he signed the check, and we slowly retreated to the elevator. My vision of Michael and I dry humping each other with reckless abandon once the elevator doors shut gave way to the reality of us just standing there side by side in silence. We looked like every one of those couples you see in hotels who sit silently at every meal cutlery clanking not bothering to find any common ground rather than a pair who uses the last minute hotel app for sex and the rules we both agreed upon were simple. No disappearing from my life again from him, and no inconsistent or crazy behavior from either of us. Entering the room, Michael randomly went through his phone and chose Beyonce's lemonade and its entirety as we began our makeout session. Not even 15 minutes had passed when Michael stopped in the middle of everything, almost in a panic. Let's take a break, he said with neither of us reaching a climax or, well, anything. We can do it in the morning. Without words, I excused myself to the bathroom, feeling shocked. This was clearly a horrible idea. Instead of leaving then and there, desperation set in for me, too stunned to just let this awful situation go. Maybe we could watch a movie and things could be cute and normal. I suggested this, but Michael said no. Teetering on the side of his bed, his back towards me, immersed in the sheets as if he were in a cocoon, proclaiming he was too tired to watch a movie. I assumed this meant there would be no fucking against the glass window. "'Don't take this personally,' he said. "'But I can't sleep unless I'm hanging off the bed. "'In college I got so used to sleeping on a couch that I—' "'And he rattled off some excuse.' Did he not remember sleeping with me with his arm around me years ago? It's fine, I said curtly, hoping he'd pick up on my disappointment, which I'm sure he did, but he didn't care to acknowledge. He completely perked up when his girlfriend texted him. Coffee Matt texted me, and I felt slightly guilty from being with another guy until I remembered the neon peak panties I found in his trash can. Was it even worth it to have Michael as an insurance policy guy I could call for sexy fun if it made me feel worse instead of gorgeous, mischievous, and desirable? Waking up the next morning, I found myself staring at a barricade of pillows piled between our heads. Michael did not even want to look at me. His pillow wall constructed at some point overnight. How could he not be aware of this behavior? He didn't apologize for or explain how much he didn't want to be there, but his actions spoke volumes. There were several things I wanted to say as I woke, but they wouldn't be heard as he was fully dressed and dashing out the door at 7 a.m. Had he planned on sneaking out? Sorry, I've got to let my dog out, he said, avoiding eye contact. I sat in the bed saying nothing. This was the worst idea ever, and we both knew it. We've got the rest of our lives, and checkout is at 11 a.m., he said, and he kissed me on the cheek and bolted from the room. Shortly after I got dressed and took a cab home, I felt petty for using him as insurance. I gained nothing but a sense of shame and emptiness and the travel-sized luxury beauty products I shoved in my purse from the hotel bathroom. And then I realized what I really wanted from him. It wasn't about sex at all. I lured him with the promise of it when I really wanted the most was to watch a movie with him, just to lay next to him and have him put his arm around me. Why didn't I ask for that? He went from confiding in me about important things in his life only a few months prior to literally building a fortress of pillows between us. A bold sign that intimacy was the last thing he would ever give or accept from me. Time for everyone to move on. Okay, so Sarah, you just read the One Night Stand apps and me. So, shall we discuss? Yes, we shall.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I really can't help but not like Michael at all. I feel like I see him in so many ways. Like, it's just so, like, he's just, like, an emotional, like, an energy vampire. Yeah. Like, he's just hoping to get, like, like his supply of, like, energy from different people. And then when he realizes, like, oh, this isn't the right situation, he just, like, freezes and makes you deal with his him being uncomfortable. Yeah. And you have really no clue why he's uncomfortable because he's got a million other things. Like, you don't know who this dude is. At yeah. At the end of the day. Like, I just feel like he's a sneaky little piece of shit.
0: It's definitely, I, from what I can remember of the whole situation, it was just a weird forced, like, hey, let's do this. It's probably not a good idea. And then
1: what he was like in the, pro, like, learning Buddhism and was like, I shouldn't even be do- like, there's nothing I like less than someone making it your problem that they're not going by their like plans or intention for themselves like if you're not supposed to do these
0: things why the fuck are you here that's a really good point and i wish that that whole that whole situation just was was bad it just it was stupid and Yeah, like, okay, well, thanks a lot for coming to meet up with me. Maybe you should put off your Buddhist cleanse for a few days.
1: Yeah, not make it like you're like a part of a bad influence where he's like, I've been trying to do this cleanse and now I'm going again. It's like, dude, go then. Like, also, like, I totally know those hotel apps and stuff. He really knows how to shit all over one. Like, that is not supposed to be when you get a hotel app. Like, it's supposed to be fun and he's like yeah. with his girlfriend, his girlfriend's texting him. He's got like there was so many things going on. too
0: much going on and you know, I think at the end of the article I I I just wish we would have watched a movie or something.
1: Right. But, I, it, but it was yeah. also I think at the end of the article you say like maybe I should have just said to him that's what your like expectations were and it's like I don't think it would have mattered because I don't think Michael gives a fuck about anyone's expectations or intentions. It's just really about Michael.
0: Yeah, it's, it was all about Michael. It's I, all yeah. about Michael. It's like literally, like,
1: even from just reading about him, you can just tell that he is just like preying on other people's energy. I agree. And it's like, it's like, I, I would love to know what's like... Beyond Michael, like, he must be a sad little
0: man inside, I feel like. Yes, a very sad little man, Mm -hmm. you know, who occasionally comes out of his cubbyhole.
1: That's how it feels. And it's, like, pretty much every article that has to do with Michael really, like, resonates or, like, really makes... Like, I can imagine those moments. It's always just disappointing. And it can never be... You never feel like, you know, you've kind of, like, had this friendship with him. You never feel the friend part. It's, like, so... It's so sensitive that, like, pretty much one wrong thing, you feel like you fucked it up, and it's like, that's not how it goes. It's yeah. him. It's him. It's really one of those cases that it's like, this isn't a me problem, this is a you problem. Yeah.
0: I know for years that I, when I would spend time with him, I would. Yeah, you know, I would get... Once I got drunk and I tried to look through his phone and he got mad. Oh, my God. Which I get. Yeah, of course. But you were also drinking. I was drinking and it really bothered him. And that one incident, like, he didn't talk to me for two weeks. Oh, my God. And I'm like, dude, I'm I'm sorry. Like, what do you expect? And it's just like, he always ran the pacing. He always ran the show. He ran the
1: show. And pretty much, like, you know, it was all, like... He ran the show, even when you make the plan, he's like willing to go, but then everything oh complain. He's a complainer. I don't know, I hate yeah. him.
0: Yeah, I'm just I don't glad I hate him, but I do. I'm just glad that he paid for the hotel and it was kind of a sad experience because it's depressing.
1: I know. Yeah. A-
0: it shouldn't have been we shouldn't have gone, but whatever. I mean it's but you
1: did and a great article came out of it. Yes so. it did.
0: A great article came out of it. And yeah,
1: I'd love to get his reactions on the articles because he could probably never even read about himself.
0: No, he once I did ask him, I said, he's like, I read what you wrote about me. And I said, well, which article? And he said, there's more than one. (laughs) And I think he he's like, I don't think I should read what you write anymore. And I was like, "Okay," And I think he may have read this one and gotten upset. I don't know. Well, it's
1: upsetting to see like yourself in not the best light, and unfortunately, he doesn't really. He's not. He's someone that's easy. It's not really like he's his best light. I don't know where that is.
0: And it's not it's, here. It's, it's, yeah, and so yeah. it's like
1: not what people are going to write about. It's like he's very secretive. Like I,
0: I'm more curious about like the undermaking, like what's going yeah. on in there. And then there's this quote that I, I sometimes I throw at the beginning of these episodes saying, you know, you own what happens to you. You write about your experiences. If people, if, you know, if people write bad things about you, I'm totally butchering the quote, but, you should have behaved better if you didn't want someone to write bad things, things about, about you. Totally. And that he, he once he was like, you know, well, that wasn't how I saw the situation. And I said, well, as a writer, this is what I experienced. Yeah. That was like some bullshit line I gave him. But that's what you have to keep in mind, that if, you, if you're hooking up with a writer or whatever or... You know, you know that they're writing articles about dating or whatnot, you're gonna
1: probably make a you're
0: gonna make an appearance, yeah. So, there you go, I
1: know. And it's like it's sad though, because it is like this guy that you had these you have this fantasy of what he is that's not who he is at all. Yeah, the idea was so appealing, yeah. And And you kind of like time and time again come to him thinking that okay, he's gonna be a friend, he's gonna Mm -hmm. be this, he's gonna be that, and really. He can't be any of those things. No. I don't know if Michael can be any of those things for himself, even. I don't think so.
0: I don't know. I wish I Michael mean, the best. I would like to meet Michael and interview him. Well, it's probably- I hear he's around. <laughs> yeah, he's around. Um, but you know, I'm glad I got a great article out I of mean, it. I mean multiple. And I mean it really <laughs> it really also kind of
1: Is he's such a complex character? Even though, kind of at the end, you can kind of just sum it up him being very self-involved and kind of also hating himself. That's pretty much what I I get out of it. Yeah,
0: I think so. I think it's it's like someone who's very unhappy with very unhappy. Totally. Well, great talk. Oh my god. Thanks for listening and follow us on Pretty Ugly Pod on Instagram, Pretty Ugly Pod.